Is everybody ready? Can we play Pathfinder? What do you guys do? Let's go fucking do some shit. Haven't y'all learned? One person's not going to go up there alone. That's like murder hobo, like 101. Right, do you think I should stick with my same dice? It was doing me good. I think you should do whatever you want because nothing matters and heaven is empty. Let's go. Come on. Some undead have to be hot though, right? I can't with David right now. Oh <laughs> my fucking God. animal. No one asked for this and they don't deserve it. What the fuck are we talking about? Can we play Pathfinder? Let's have you roll for initiative. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Oh my God. <laughs> Natural 20. What? What the fuck? Were you really ahead of that? Holy shit! Look at him! He's Josh has learned how to hurt us now. This is a fifth edition where the rules don't matter and the GM's your mom. Let's play some Pathfinder. Escape this reality. Episode 75 of the pod called Quest. And as always, I'm your friendly neighborhood game master, Josh. And I'm Stephanie. This time, still Shane. Back to Foss. I'm Laura. I'm Halloween Dave. <laughs> <laughs> well, this actually will come out far along after Probably Halloween is over. Christmas. <laughs> closer to Thanksgiving or Christmas, yeah. Halloween I mean, Quest next is. weekend. <laughs> Anyways, guys, I think we've come to... What is close to... We're, we're getting towards the end of this big old Kaglograd thing that kind of ran away with itself. Thank yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a fucking year. Literally, I think over. I checked the, the episode. The last episode Shane recorded in person, which was kind of like the end of the in-between arcs going into when we went towards the orcs, which was the first one, you know, with Shane remote. I believe that comes up from us in real time in just a couple weeks. So it will be oh almost God. exactly a year. Dang. Uh, Dang. Probably a little bit over a year since this comes out for listeners in, wow. in a little while. So my God, my God. Yeah, it's been a year. I planned this to be like a, I thought it'd be like four months. Yeah, I think, uh, I think we've learned by now that any time estimation that we ever give ourselves for anything, at least. At least. triple it. Yeah, I also, it is my fault. I've talked to Laura about this. Maybe I've said on the pod too, but um, I mean, I expect them to be four months and then I, 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 I build out a, a literal city to explore. That was a mistake. I mean, we've only uncovered like well, an eighth of the map. That is true. Well, that is true. I mean, like in your defense, it would be weird if there wasn't a whole city here. You know, that is true. So I, I wrote I, I the, the initial impetus for this this little arc was the wrong thing. Thanks, Steph. <laughs> so that my very idea, my initial creative uh, endeavor was wrong. Thanks. Okay, okay, let's back it up. Let's back it up. It's a great idea. You should have hidden more of it behind the wall. Yeah, but like, then that's, then that's, you know what that ends up being is like when you're playing Fallout and you walk too far on the map and it's like, uh, you can't go this way. And Turn you're like, back. oh, yeah. immersion, immersion is fucked, which is why I immersion. prefer those games. Just make higher mountains. Don't give me a mountain yeah, pass that goes mountain. nowhere. Yeah. You know? 
And still, I'll try to get over that fucking mountain. Oh, with mods and stuff? <laughs> I've, I've with played... Your... <laughs> well, with, like, old Skyrim mods, you could, like, remove the invisible walls and, like, yep. go to the super low-res... Well, yeah, that too. Uh, you could go to, like, really low-res buildings in Morrowind that you could technically see from certain vantage points that are meant to be off in the distance. Oh, you could, like, go past them. God. And just go into, like... They're all pixelated or, like... Yeah, because yeah. they're not meant... To, they're meant to be, like, you know... Background. A <laughs> centimeter on your screen. You see them next to them, and they're just, like, these low-res disgusting you're in like the twilight zone it's That's very I love very fun push the push the batteries on stuff i saw a video of breath of the wild somebody like used bombs to shoot themselves all the way up into the fucking universe and they it was like there like it had been built into the game like Damn. they were like outside of the atmosphere and it was like still loading shit that's, what the heck? That's crazy. That's now that's crazy. an open oh, world. <laughs> yeah. I was like, dang, good for you, Nintendo. Yeah, there's Damn. some wacky shit I've seen people do in Breath of the Wild, like in order to like for speed runs and stuff yeah. like that. Well, guys, um, I want to get into it tonight because I think we have some fun stuff in store. So let's go ahead. Let's do the little uh, uh, preamble housekeeping here and then we'll dive into things. So as always, everybody, a huge shout out to Sirenscape, Larian Studios, The Game Kitchen, CD Projekt Red, and Owlcat Games for the use of their awesome sound effects and music. You can check out them in each and every episode show notes and at podcalledquest.com slash music. And of course, please go check out causecalledquest.com. Find some awesome causes that we support where you can learn about what they're up to and even find some links to donate. Got it in one. Yeah. Nice. And thank you, patrons. Oh, yes. And and they, oh, damn, fuck. <laughs> fuck. Fuzz. Yes. Thank, thank you all for tuning in and listening. And of course, a huge shout out to our patrons for donating to us. We love each and every one of you very much. We love you. But we do love, love the patrons a little bit more. A little <laughs> bit. Maybe a lot more. If, you, if someone said, who's your favorite kids? I'd be like, it's the... It's it's the patrons. Sorry, yeah. sorry, non patrons. We love I, you. I love all of much. our listeners equally, but Aww. especially our patrons. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, getting into it here, folks. You guys have retrieved the larger Dwarven Heart Spark. You got the device from it as well. You defeated the Deep Naga. I can't remember if I said what that was on the air or not. Maybe it was in the uh, the afterpath. But you defeated Volaminari. You received the items you needed to and brought them back behind the seal doors, and you all took the night to rest in Olney's place, avoiding your new backwood dwarf friend, Bjorg, uh, when it came to the Cuddle Puddle. And you all woke up, and we went over and tried to spellcraft a few magic items. There's still one more. There's one of the uh, rods you guys have yet to identify. You failed on that, so you can try again later. But just note that down, you do have one thing. And upon waking up, I need everyone but Steph to leave the room. What? Oh, well, fuck you too. Okay. <laughs> Wait, what? What did I, I do this time? We haven't done this in a long time. Yeah, last one out. Last one out. Closes the door, please. Burn. Oh my god, I'm scared now. What did I do? Bye, Steph. Good luck. Uh-oh. See you later. <laughs> I'm so scared right now. Spare me, oh. Bountiful GM. <laughs> I, I always like this um, because it's just it's just fucking quieter in here. Yeah. God damn. You get that side of the table, you get Felix and so uh, Laura out of here. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, well, Steph, Salai wakes up on this morning. She spends some time identifying these items with A. You're unable to identify this one of the rods you had. You can try that again tomorrow going forward. And you sit down to start preparing your spells, thinking through things, saying your daily Kalian devotional, probably drinking a little bit of a, you probably keep some ale or some booze on you as part of your morning devotional. Mm-hmm. 
And as you're preparing your morning spells, it's strange. It's um hard to explain exactly how this works because preparing spells, especially for clerics, is kind of so ephemeral and weird. But you notice that you are able to prepare two extra spells. What? Seems strange. It's very much out of the ordinary. You know how much power you usually gain as your kind of level of cleric, but you have two additional slots that allows you to prepare two individual spells in those slots, basically for free, if you would like. Okay. Um, I'll take it. I'm hesitant and scared. You you are able to prepare both Hellfire Ray and Screaming Flames for free. Whoa! I like those spells. That's on top of whatever you get. Okay. Um, there, okay, I, I don't want to be like, mm-hmm. w- why is this happening? You, you don't really know. You, your usual routine for preparing spells is kind of always the same. You give your, you, know, you give your daily devotional, you, you know, drink some kind of alcoholic beverage and you say a little prayer and you have the, the power, you know, you're not literally pre- uh, you're praying, please, please, Caden. Give, grant me teleport today. It's not how it works. It's much more mysterious than that. But when you usually ask for the powers you need, you're granted them. But you notice there's this small little font of power that you have access to. And you can specifically prepare these spells. Screaming Flames and Hellfire Ray. I'm nervous. I don't... I, I don't know what to do with this. I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I mean, she could just be confused. Are you gonna prepare them? I mean... Don't I, I automatically have access to them, right? So like do I yeah, have to like I mean, actively choose to prepare them? Or Yeah, I mean they, they function can... like additional spell slots. So But I can, can only Yeah, they seem like I mean I this is one of those moments where mechanics break down with roleplay. I don't know exactly how it works, but you can yeah. finagle that in in your own mind however you want. But it's it seems like you have this extra font of power and for some reason it, it allows you to specifically prepare these spells. And that's it, in those slots. Doesn't affect your spellcasting otherwise. You can still prepare these in your other spell slots too. Totally fine, you know? It's just you have the option to do that if you would like to prepare them essentially for free on top of your already your 11th level of spellcasting ability. I mean, like, sure. I'll prepare them. Mm-hmm. I just like, I don't know. I guess I'll, I, I don't know. I feel like I'll, I feel it's up like to, you. have to see what happens. I'm trying not to be like meta right now because I feel like... Well, 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 if this isn't the consequences of my own actions, like, I feel like there's a cost, you know, but I'm trying not to, again, I'm trying not to, like, play the character in a meta way. That's what Stephanie thinks. I don't, I mean, you confused. can, you can think and play however you want. I, I, I'm just giving and laying out the experience she's currently having. So it's up to you whether you want to prepare them or not. Uh, with that being, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'll role play it. So Salai is going to be very confused by this sudden little like spark of power that she feels that wasn't there before and her mind is going to flash back to some of the to the conversation that she had with Elgaroth and who kind of questioned some yeah. of the choices that she was making and the spells that she was using and for a second I think she feels a little bit of shame that like something is wrong and it's because she crossed the line and hasn't listened or didn't listen to Elgaroth when he was trying to warn her. And then another part of her thinks about how close that she and her friends have come to death 
even just so recently and how even just yesterday, that long day after they were fighting against the Bolomanari and she didn't have access to those to like, she didn't have access to any spells that could have done damage in that moment. And makes maybe you feel, makes you feel powerful. Yeah. It makes her feel safe. Actually, not even powerful. It makes her feel a little bit safer, like probably won't use it, but just in case, just in case. I'll only use it if I really need to. And she prepares them. Okay. You mind uh, pulling the rest of the group in? Well, everybody, you all wake up on this morning. Uh, you you help identify you know some of the, the items and stuff. You find you have some really cool stuff. One more is yet to be identified. Um, but it is the, I mean, <laughs> big air quotes, morning, whatever fucking time it is. Um, but you guys are, uh, the day is yours. Uh, I want to do perception check on this Salai <laughs> to see if I <laughs> God, you're so fucking annoying. Uh, kidding, kidding. Uh, Shane is Shane is the the worst kind of player. He's the real one. <laughs> I just want the audience to know that somebody's thinking about what they're thinking. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I was just, oh no, just wouldn't let it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you know what? You know, go roll, roll, roll for it. Roll no, for it. Go no. for it. Roll, roll that perception. Roll it. Go for it. Go. Okay. Roll, roll it. it. Roll it. Do it. Natural five. Nice. What's the total? I don't know. All right, back up the recording. Josh just played all for them. He no, he actually clearly... can see in. Hold, hold on. No, no, stop it. Hold. <laughs> what's the What's the total? Twenty. Twenty total. Yeah, you wake up. You're a little groggy. You notice Salai is, uh, you know, doing her daily morning devotional. <gasps> Whoa. That's crazy. And that's it. Awesome. You notice a new pimple on Salai's chin. You saw the stress, man. Oh, it's canon, dude. She's still, I mean, she's a teenager, man. She's still got that shit going on. Yeah, I didn't grow out of my breakouts so I was like 23. Okay, okay, okay. Elgarath draws his axe. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to get rid of these. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, were you ready to uh, get prepped up and head to the, the forge hut? I think so. I'm ready if you guys are. Where are we going? Um, you're, you're gonna you're gonna stay here with only. You mean I don't get to go out and explore? Actually, yeah, come to the foretop, Yorg. All right, come to the foretop. That's a wait, good wait, idea. Oh, why'd you why'd you make a sudden change of heart oh, like that? Don't even worry about it. You... I I do worry about it. I'm definitely worried about it. <laughs> but mm. we're we're trying to protect you, Yorg. It's full of uh, radiation. I don't even know what that is. But it's it, a poison for your body. Are all poison poison for your body? Sure. Hmm, it's kind of a weird thing to be specific about. Um. Yeah. I'll just I'll just stay. There's plenty of stuff I can st- I can uh, look at. It turns your insides <laughs> into mush. You know, a lot of your insides already are mush. But anyways, um, not the right kind of mush. Gives you sometimes large. You know, uh, I've said this once to y'all before, but I don't know what y'all are talking about. So I, I will just continue on my way. Why don't you stay here and hold down the fort, and we'll be back? Yeah, I'll hold something down. Stay out of trouble. Yeah, of course. You guys hear uh, the door to the front of the house opens, and only comes rolling into the apartment. He seemingly got up before you all. <laughs> oh, good, you're all up. Uh, this one uh, take any more things while I was uh, gone. I'm going to be honest with you, Olney. We should have killed him. <laughs> no, there's no need for that, lad. Anyways, um, we uh, took the liberty, me and a few others, 
Uh, we went down before you all woke up and we uh, made our way down into the gearworks and we got the old device hooked up for you. No way! Uh, I thought it was the least we could do and not send you out there all on your lonesome trying to figure out how all that works. But um, yeah, should be all good to go. Little bit of an adventure. We were the first set of dwarves to set out, set foot outside the sealed doors in 300 years. That was terrifying, but we, me and a few others did it. And uh, you should be good to go. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. He goes over and he uh, pulls out from his, his uh, satchel on the side of his uh, chair is the glowing stone, like the size of a softball, and hands it over to Percy. He's like, we didn't install it. We don't have the magic to fend off. There are likely large amounts of radiation down there, so we're going we're gonna to leave that up to all of you. Sounds fair. But I just wanted to say how appreciative we all are. For you all coming here, you didn't have to do this. And um, apologies for my apprehension, though it was um, likely rightly founded in many ways. Caution for our situation. I just want to say that um, we all appreciate you very much. You've done us a massive favor. And, um, well, our future now sort of rests in all of your hands. No pressure, right? Winks. Anyways, eat up. Plenty of food. We gorge ourselves on mushrooms. (laughs) (laughs) Hope you all got rested and, um, well, we'll be here when you come back. Salah, you almost done? Yes. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) The fuck? That was Stephanie admitting that I was trying to prepare my spells for the day because I really wanted to change up what I was using. Oh, I see. And not paying attention to the entire conversation that was just happening. Okay, so if everyone's ready, I guess we'll get our shit packed up and we'll get moving. Yeah, before we go out, make sure... Elgaroth's actually not ready. Oh, just kidding. Well, uh, either way, while Elgaroth is getting ready... he's ready now. Oh, he's okay, he's ready now. What about now? No, now he's not ready. Okay, well, while he's getting ready, um, if you guys want to make sure you're all healed up, because that would have been a thing, make sure you reset any daily uses of stuff. Uh, I just want to make sure... Everybody's doing that because it's hard to hard to you know remember that stuff. And also, if you can go in and make sure any weird conditions aren't turned on and any weird effects you have aren't turned on on your auto sheets, because that would just be unfortunate. True. I mean, I guess it could actually be fortunate for you guys too if it was yeah, good. Depending. But um, still, I don't want that. Um, so you guys are gonna head out outside of the seal doors? Let's do it. Let's venture into the great unknown. Okay, you guys go up to the front. The doors are opened for you by Olni and Torza. Torza's silent, just gives you guys all a nod. And you guys venture out into the radiation. Um, 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 I do the thing, delay poison. Oh, you do delay poison? You're gonna do that? Let's let's wait an hour and then you can do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we eat some mushrooms first. No, you, <laughs> no. Eat, uh, you eat the white pines. Yeah, white called. pine, that's right. We eat some mushrooms first, it does nothing. Oops. I'm fine with you guys want to use the white pine to start... That's fine. Um, I'll just... Uh, Basically, the trek over there, we could probably cast it once we get there. I yeah, okay. I'll, it'll save... Yeah, I mean, walking over there, the distance probably takes at least 20 minutes, probably more than that. So you guys venture off, chew on this very bitter herb, this white pine, and you all trek through the Great Hall, back through the Anvil Quarter, past the Freeholder's Forge, and inevitably make your way to the far northern side of the city, back inside the Gearworks, past where the hulking form of the decommissioned dwarven construct, the large one, uh, one that will likely come in handy for um, uh, giving to Bjorg at some point. It's still there, sitting in the same state it was, uh, slightly kneeled over where you pulled the um, 
heart spark from its chest. Then you make your way to the very back. Right by uh, Zorn McKine's uh, office, right? Workshop. Right, right by Zorn McKine's office and workshop to the large doors that are currently held closed by a mighty metallic and mechanical clenched fist. And you can see off to the right-hand side is the remnants of the destroyed toothed pillar that used to be here, seemingly moved out of the way uh, alongside the cracked heart spark. And in its former resting place is an upright and functioning toothed pillar, um, the one you guys received from the Esoteric Council's guild hall. Um, Its upper ring, where the heart spark goes, is currently empty. Percy turns and looks at everybody. Be ready for anything. And he pulls out the pulsing orb and he attempts to put it atop the pillar. Yeah, you do. You reach up and as you get within a few inches, you feel the heart spark just get gently pulled out of your hand until it is now gently rotating within this ring. You actually can tell the way it's sitting and it, it makes sense. It's how the other ones you've seen before. It doesn't actually touch any part of the ring. It just sits in there. And you're ready to go. It's in there. All right. Sly, we got your protection. And now you're casting Delay Poison. Uh, yes. So Sly is going to cast Delay Poison Communal. Yay. And does this door need a tool to open it or it just... Um, I don't believe you've interacted with any mechanism of it before. You figured it was busted because the thing was here, the power. Um, but go ahead. If you want to like look how to open it, go ahead and roll a Knowledge Engineering. Uh, you can use your bonus from your gloves. It's an understanding of device. We may have done this specifically before, but whatever. That was months ago. I don't remember what happened yeah, back then. I don't, I don't listen to the episodes. <laughs> nah. 36. Okay, guy. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, you inspect this big mechanism, and you do find what looks to be a panel off to the right-hand side, and it's completely sealed within the dwarven stone here. It's totally flush. You can barely, if you, like, got your nail and scraped along the edge. You can just barely feel the seam there, but you can tell there's a little notch that looks like you could use the um, the Gearsmith Master Tool. And you do. You're able to, nice. you know, you flip through a couple different of the various tool heads on it, rotating the gears along the handle in order to do so. And you find one that looks right, and you slot it in and turn it, and you watch as the panel just flips open. And there's just a lever inside of it. Here goes nothing. And you pull... Pull the lever! <laughs> pull the lever, Kronk! And you all f- f- fall through a trapdoor. Wrong uh, lever! <laughs> <laughs> but you reach out, you you grab this um, octagonal lever, and you pull it down, and it has a really nice, smooth chunk actuation to it. And there's a few moments where everything is silent. And then you hear what sounds like the grinding of like an, just an, an old mechanism that probably hasn't moved in 300 years. And Percy, you whirl around and you see the tooth column is now slowly lowering into the basin that this is built into until the ring disappears below the ground. You watch as it slots in two metallic sheets, almost like a doorway, slot over the top of it uh, until you can no longer see the heart spark at all. And you begin to hear this whirring and grinding grow louder until you watch each of the individual mechanical metal fingers unleash themselves from the door until the hand is slowly lowered down into the ground. Oh my god. Similar sheets of metal slotting over it and the door opens inward. 
Oh my god. Is it dark? Yeah, it's dark. Prizzy will activate his iron torch. And they will throw up her lights. <laughs> As you all peer into this area, there's like a, a 10 or 15 foot landing. The stone continues here, but you can tell that it drops off into what looks to be like a 45 degree narrow staircase. Just going downwards uh, at a very precise angle. It's probably perfectly square. It's like 10 feet wide, 10 feet tall, almost like a square tube that goes down to the perfect 45 with these steep stairs leading down it. Um, Elgroth and uh, Isla, would you mind uh, being in front with me? Of course. Go down. Slaw, you be near too, just in case, you know. You want me to hold your hand too? I mean, if you want, I'm cool with that. Okay. <laughs> they hold hands. Prissy and Elgroth hold hands. That's so and cute. It's so adorable. <laughs> Have have fun wielding that uh, great axe one handed. I'll just use. I'll take Percy's hand. Percy and I will hold it together. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be his if, other hand. Wait, hold on. Are your are your hands cupped or fingers laced? Hands cupped is a free action to remove, but fingers laced that's a move action. Yeah. That's what do you think, cool. Percy? Are we there yet? <laughs> wow. I just I don't think my fingers would be comfortable in your large hands interlocked. Like yeah, that. they would just splayed out. You're so just basically far. holding my entire hand. Yeah, it would yeah. break your hand. <laughs> just dislocate every finger in that hand, Percy. Uh, trying to spread around I his like fucking gigantic two-inch fingers. Not even a move action. He probably has to roll like an acrobatics check to like let go. Escape artist. It's an escape artist. Yeah, it's an escape artist. Anyways, uh, memeing aside, um, so you guys proceed down this stairway. As we're going down, can I have everyone please roll the quintessential new area perception check, please? Yeah. Yay. Lauren, Steph, this die you guys got me is just... It's the bee's knees. Mm-hmm. I thought that. you were going to say it was bad. No, I'm, I've been using it ever since I'm they so got it for glad. me. It's like 19s, 20s, 18s. Yeah, yeah. All the- yeah let me see it. Yeah, <laughs> let, me see the, let me see the die. Don't you dare hide it. Uh-oh. And it's gone. Oh, I'm keeping it. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, that's my special depression die. Oh, yeah. Oh, I wish, <laughs> I, wish I had a depression die. Fuck. It has little gears on it. <laughs> Felix, all your all your dice are depression dice. Every day I'm like, oh, natural one again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sounds about Typical. right. Typical. <laughs> Therapy can't help my dice rolls. <laughs> Give me those perception checks, please. 14. 21. Natural 20 for a 40. Oh, oh my God. Blech. 26. And A? 27. 27. Okay, everyone but Isla. <laughs> As you guys come down here, the the first thing that you smell, it's really weird. You immediately just get a, a, a whiff of just hard water. Ugh. It just, it smells like fucking Pirates of the Caribbean down here. Oh, be, like the ride for any of you guys that haven't been to, to Disney before. It just smells like hard water. Percy. With your roll, as you guys start to walk down the stairway, you can tell down near the very bottom of it. I mean, this thing goes for hundreds of feet down into the earth. But you peering down, even with your human eyesight, you can see there is a familiar crimson glow down near the bottom. It's very faint. Like it's reminiscent of the of the place you guys fought Volumenarian. Guys, look at look. It seems like there's another hot spot down here or something. Or maybe the hot spot that we just put in dropped down and now it's down there. I don't know. Let's uh, let's keep going. Yeah, it rolled down like a marble. 
<laughs> it rolls down a little chute, goes through a loop, comes out. It's always you guys watch. It's like down a little spiral guy, falls down. Straight up. All right. All right. We continue onward. On, I think. Do you think they have a steely version of the heart spark? No one played with marbles as a kid. Steely is like a, a metal. Oh yeah, a yeah, yeah. nerd. <laughs> Oh, well, rocks fall, everyone dies. <laughs> Isla dies suddenly for no reason. Just... Isla has a heart attack. Yeah, Isla has an aneurysm. Shit. And just dies. She's just dead. She rolls down the stairs indignantly. Oh, God. Her tits fall out. <laughs> she shits herself. What the fuck? Just try to give her, give her the most indignant death ever. She falls down a flight. She has an aneurysm. Falls down a flight of stairs. Her tits hang out, and she poops herself. She lands on a penis-shaped rock. <laughs> Cracks her head open. What is wrong with all of you, uh, buddy? We are having fun. So you guys continue down the stairway. And you walk down probably a few hundred feet of stairs. So as you all make your way to the bottom of this long, steep stairway, hundreds, if not after a while, thousands of feet below the ground. You walk down it for minutes. You find yourself entering a wide and low-ceilinged chamber, a hallway of sorts. Some of you even need to, to crouch slightly to make your way through. It's very much obviously made for dwarves, even more so than other areas of the city. And as you step through the threshold of this hallway, you are immediately aware that you have entered a space much more immense than the one you just exited. Any noise you make from your boots on the slate stone paving to the shuffling of your armor and weapons echoes out into the chamber. Drawing your attention, a few hundred feet before you sits what can only be described from your perspective as a roiling and glowing moat of crimson energy at the center of four finely carved stone and metallic pillars. On top of which sits a large stone and metal dome. The entire area is permeated by the shimmering crimson light emitting from the bright central core of this structure. And there is even an ever-present resonant hum pulsing in your ears. The entire contraption rests atop a flat stone platform connected to where you're standing by a slim stone walkway allowing you passage across what you now realize is an enormous and placid underground lake stretching out on all sides and disappearing out of view. Yep. Oh my god. This is terrifying. Yeah. So it's like yeah. super gross in here, right? Like heat wise. There is definitely heat emanating emanating from whatever um is happening across the way. But I wouldn't say it's like gross, but it's hot. Mm-hmm. Are we gonna have to take a Chernobyl dip? Oh god, I hope not. No. We need those suits like they had in the show. Those didn't help. Yeah. <laughs> they sure did. Well, I don't know. Well, yeah. <laughs> fucking power armor. Yeah, power armor. Yeah. Um, I will say, as you all kind of enter into this area, even through the delay poison, which negates the effects of any constitution drain you would have, strength damage, very smart thing to have that, because it would not be fun down here if y'all were uh, no. without it. It would not be fun at all. Once a minute? <laughs> maybe. Um, no! Depending how close you are, maybe once a round, just for kicks. Um, no. we'll see. How, do, yeah. how do we kill the radiation? You got to eat it. Uh, But anyways, um, you all don't feel good being down here. And 
even without any saves, I'm going to ask you all, while you're down here, all of you have the sickened condition. Oh, dang. While you're down here, please enable sickened. You'll take minus two on a bunch of different checks. A minus two on attack, damage, saving throws, skill, and ability. It's a minus two to basically everything. That sucks. Hey, it's better than losing, like, hemorrhaging con. Uh-huh. It's better than having both, which would have happened. <laughs> David, what's what's Percy's passive perception? My name's Foz. I called you. Your name's David. It's on your fucking license. <laughs> um, Excuse me. Fa- uh, my name is Foz. Thank you. Fosmeyer. Vusmeer. Vusmeer. The Vikings. Um, <laughs> uh, what is your passive? So what's your, what's your perception bonus? 20. 20. So your passive perception technically is like 30. As you were all standing here, probably in silence, just not knowing exactly what your next move is, Percy's very keen eye picks up on something where before you didn't realize now you see attaching itself to the dwarven device is what looks like extended tendrils of effervescent glowing sludge wrapping themselves around the pillars up onto the structure's dome and anchoring its lambent central form to the stone floor around the device between the pillars currently engulfing The shining, energetic heart of the device is a glossy and pulsing growth of glimmering fluid, the entire mass clinging like a parasite to its irradiated magical host. No, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. No, no. (laughs) It's like a fucking alien. Yep. Oh my god, is this a fucking alien? We don't know. We've, We've killed a lot of, like, really precious things in this game, so who knows? What is it doing? Is it like writhing? What is what is its movement like? If you want to know that, specifically roll me a perception if you're looking to see that. Okay. 27. 27. Yeah, you can make out... It doesn't look like whatever this material is is like super active. Um, it looks like it has clung itself or grown out of whatever is happening here on this device. I mean, we can be honest, the four chart. And you can see it is slowly pulsing. Oh. With a 27... You can just make out within the central mass of this, like I said, glimmering fluid that's attached itself onto the device. You can obviously see this like moat of roiling energy, almost just spiraling as little bits kind of reach out in all different directions. It looks like there might be objects floating amidst the fluid-like form of whatever this is. That can't be good. Within it. Okay. God, I hate this so much. Um, guys... Do you see what I'm saying? Uh, it looks like some sort of growth surrounding what I can only assume is the full chart. Whoa, what is that? It's like a cancer. We have to get rid of it. Root it out. You guys think it speaks common? You're funny, eh? She touches her ring and turns on heroism. <laughs> that lasts for hours, right? Or like an Ten hour? It's per level. Ten minutes per level. Check your item card for the... Um, uh, cash level just so we're aware it's probably long enough but i just want to double check i think it's like nine it's six okay yeah an hour turn on heroism uh-huh. i'll activate that too why not yeah if it's one of your item slots you can very well do that if you would like do it i think isla sees sure. the guys do that and she does it too for sure you know okay. that's something we should do yeah, we well need, i guess we, we don't always know when that. a battle could be coming but yeah try to do it we're going in, into the thick of it uh all right basically just counteracts the second condition Yay! Thanks, Sorry, Josh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> I can take it. Yeah. Should we try to get closer? Walk down that little pathway? Everyone be very careful. We don't know if that's the only thing down here. I was going to pull out a rapier. 
Can I see how deep the water is when I get close to the edge with my light? Roll a perception check. It's going to be hard, um, but you can try. Yeah. How's a 38 do you? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Fucking hell. Yeah. Um, you look down and you can't see the bottom. Oh, shit. Can I roll a knowledge nature to see just how bad this water is? Is that possible? Nice. Sure. Just looking at it, you wouldn't be able to. You might need Can to I like touch it. Touch it. Maybe give it like a little sniff or a lick or yeah. something like that. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I'll, I'll risk it for the biscuit. Yeah. Go for it. Uh, I will allow a knowledge nature. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think we could touch the water. I thought it was way far down. No, it's like it's probably only a few feet below the stone walkway. So you could kneel down and put your hand down into it. So it's like right built on top of the lake, but the the water itself is very deep. That's a twenty-two knowledge nature. 22. Um, the water is acrid. Mm. It is bitter to the taste, highly mineralized, and it is not something that you would find pleasant to get in and especially breathe. Okay, and so no swimming in the water. You don't know if it would kill you, but you probably, at a bare minimum, would not have a good time. Make you sick. You're definitely going to lose that tongue pretty soon, too. It's not pleasant. Should we all go down the walkway together or... Should maybe a couple of us go first to inspect it? And then we can maybe bounce out of there if things get too hairy? I'm nervous to split the party, but you might be right. Sorry, how far is it from where the edge of the water is, where the walkway begins, to the, to the center of the where the heart spark is? It's about 200 feet. Okay. So... <laughs> and how wide is the walkway? 10 feet. Whoever goes, I'll go with. So if we need to get out of there quick, I can help. I will be above everyone. A will begin to hover, casting overland flight. How long does that last? Uh, hour per level. Tight. Sweet. That's fucking tight. Yeah, it's, it's it's overland flight, not fly. Two different spells. A just rises up like a goddess. Whoa. Just a little bit. Not to, like, you know, be above you guys too much, because she knows how that feels. Yeah. Mm. Percy, with your keen eye, um, through all this talking and some of the spells being cast, you're not sure, but you you, you think you saw the this fluidic mass, like, shift Oh, uh, I don't, I don't care for that person. Don't love that, guys. Nope. Just heads up. I think that mass, whatever it is, could be reacting to what we're doing all the way over here. I keep seeing some movement. Okay. Um, maybe we should all go together just to be safe. A's burning spells, greater invisibility. She'll be like, I'll see you. And that only lasts a few yeah. rounds, my guy. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't pull that yet. Invisibility would last minutes. Greater is... Greater is rounds per level. So it would last over a minute, but after that is gone. So what are we doing? We should approach. Yeah, yeah. I think we gotta get closer. Invisibility is what it is. Okay, A goes invisible and is flying. We walk cautiously and carefully, rolling perception checks every five feet as we go. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> no. Okay, see you in episode 76. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys steadily walk across the sounds of your boots echoing out into this chamber. The, the lake here is very placid, but every once in a while you can just hear, like, you know, a little bit of the water splash up against the stone walkway you guys are on. And as you get closer, the, the light of this core of energy gets harder and harder to look at. It's almost like there's just, like, tiny star, like a sun here deep below the earth and it does begin to heat up as you get closer until you guys are standing at the edge of this wide circular platform that these huge pillars 
rest on each one is about 10 or 15 feet apart. They go up about 20 or 30 feet into the air. They're made of stone and metal, and you can see what looks like these dwarven faces carved at the top of each pillar built into whatever sort of top area that that holds the dome. You can see these metallic contraptions built up, this almost this piping and tubing that goes every which way and down the sides of the platform into the water. And you make out, coming out of the, the faces of these dwarven carvings, the mouths hold, hang agape, and there are these large chains that go down the edges of each pillar out of the mouth of these dwarven statues and then disappear down into the floor, seeming as if there's some kind of movable mechanism here. And once again, there is this roiling core of crimson energy just rapidly spinning and vibrating, emitting energy. Get you guys getting so close, the rumbling is verging on uncomfortable. This It's like standing next to the subwoofer in a busy club in LA on a Friday night. And you can see this shimmering, glossy fluid that is amassed around the core. Little tendrils of it reached out and clung around like a, a parasitic creature clung to the forge heart here. And you can see there seems to be every once in a while just barely shading the light as they orbit with inside of this mass some kind of shapes. Percy, once again, keep going to Percy because his passive perception is so good. It looks like within the roiling mass is some kind of humanoid shape. Oh, what? shit. Wait. <clears throat> no. What? What? Roll a perception if you want to see if you can see any details. I was going to say, are they like swirling in a washing machine right now? Or are they like <laughs> standing there? <laughs> no, it's slowly <laughs> rotating around with like the core of it, but inside this strange like, oh, fluid, fluid creature. In the fluid, got yeah. It, like it. Mewtwo in the Pokemon movie. <gasps> nice. Yes, yeah, okay. Cute. For sure, for sure, for sure. I don't actually remember what happened in that movie, but I feel like that scene happened. (laughs) Fucking Ash dies, dude. Spoiler. And Mewtwo says some intense shit. Mewtwo says some, like, some intense shit. I'm like, yo, that Pokemon's too much. 36. You can see this humanoid shape slowly rotating within this fluid, uh, in this sludge, and it's rotating around the central core because the majority of the sludge here is surrounding what can only be like the core of whatever reactor the forge heart is with tendrils in all directions set to anchor it in place. And it looks like a strangely but massively decayed corpse. Yeah. Ah. It's Zorin. God, that's so creepy. Oh, Ugh. shit. It totally is. Yeah. Also, are there any knowledge checks or does just Percy see all this shit? Yeah, I want to, I kind of want to roll a knowledge check uh, if possible on the substance on the on the mass. Yeah. Um, just roll me a straight intelligence check. Because all you're staring at right now is just a bunch of gloop. Right. Uh, 14. 14. Staring at this glowing, slowly pulsing sludge. Doesn't immediately ring any bells. But it's very apparent from you cl- being closer now that this is not some kind of like radioactive discharge. This is a thing that is very slightly moving, that has clung itself to the overloaded and open forge heart. Can I tell by what you described with the chains, does it look like this mechanism can be lowered into the water? Roll a knowledge engineering, yeah. 
30. 30? And I'm just asking, everybody's remaining on the edge of the platform? Yes. Well, I'm flying. Sure. Yeah, it seems to you, Percy, you're not sure how the mechanism works. The master tool will likely be um, useful in this, but it seems like this dome that you can see now just lit by the light of the forge heart itself and this this glowing mass underneath the dome is it almost looks like a, a full sphere and there's these strange contraptions all underneath it. It's not a perfectly round sphere in the bottom, but it looks like, and you can tell by peering at the bottom underneath this whole contraption that there is, it seems like there's some kind of way the entire thing gets lowered so that it would be flush with the ground. So it looks like the, the entire contraption, maybe say for the pillars, could lower itself down into the water. Got it. Uh, Percy explains this to the group, what he's, what he's looking at, and... I think we need to rid, obviously, the the forge heart of whatever this is. Some sort of living mass. And we need to get it back down into the water. Because that will hopefully stabilize the radiation. That's my guess. I don't know for sure. Can you see any mechanisms from here that would help lower it? Can I roll perception for that? With the perceptions you've rolled, a, a huge portion of the actual device is covered in this sludge. It's really hard to make out exactly how it would work. You've pretty much got the, the, the best view you can without either getting closer or clearing this, clearing all the gack off of it. Welcome to Nickelodeon Studios, folks. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, the Back to the body. It doesn't look animate at all. It looks like it's... No. Okay. It's a skeleton. It's a corpse, and it just seems to be suspended in animation within the goop. Yeah, I think with your perception, it's skeletal. Uh, there, are, It doesn't look like just a skeleton. Um, there's likely other accoutrement that goes along with it. But uh, maybe you get a view as it passes in front of the light of like an arm and a hand, and it looks mostly skeletal. Got it. Well, guys, um, oh, I don't really know what to do now, because... I'm going to set it on fire. So yeah, we're going to go up like 40 feet and move. And I'm going to cast a fireball on that shit. <laughs> You're 40 feet from the platform, like high. Yeah. 40 feet high from the base of the, from the, the platform. Okay. That's good. Yes, sir. How close are you to the actual device? Are you over the water? Are you over the platform? I'm just trying to get like a bearing for where oh, everything shit. is. Didn't even think about that. Um, 3D space here, folks. 40 feet up and over solid land, not water if I could. Yeah. Okay. So we'll say that you're like a little bit. Maybe you're like halfway between the group and the device, mm-hmm. 40 feet up. Yeah. Okay. That's easy. Okay. So you're halfway between the group and the device and you're about 40 feet up and you cast fireball. You swirl your hands together, draw together the heat in this room and you launch this bead of crimson energy. Something you notice um, as you go to cast this spell. Oh no. Can you actually roll a concentration check for me, please? Whoa. Uh, 23. 23. Okay, you're good. You are able to cast the spell. No problem there. Can you roll a, a, a percentile die, please? Yes. What is happening? I think I can. Mm-hmm. 86. 86. Okay, so as you draw in some of the heat of the room and you throw this crimson bead of light towards the base of this contraption, a perfect bullseye hit. You, as a magic user, you notice something strange happens to your magic. Uh-oh. You feel suffused with some kind of abjuration magic. 
Go ahead, roll a knowledge arcana. All right. 28. 28. Yeah, you did not re- you did not see a spell being cast and it's something this is something you've read about in certain areas uh, or because of certain causes. There are places in the world where magic can get real weird. I would say wild. Yes. Shit. And it seems like That's whatever dope. is happening this forge heart while it is science in somehow it's a it's almost so far, I think it's pretty apparent it's almost some form of fission it is magic in some way too mm-hmm. and while you're in this area the wild magic chart is in play oh my god That's oh no 86 the next spell targeting the caster is turned back as spell turning but also as soon as uh you go ahead and unleash that uh fireball onto this ooze go ahead and roll spell resistance please 16. It's not going to work. Yeah, you launch this crimson bead of energy, and you guys watch the familiar explosion, the wave of heat coming off of the fireball as the the, the flames and smoke jettison their way in four directions between the pillars, almost in this, like, plus shape. And Percy, with your perception, you can really easily see, and pretty much everybody probably could, you you see the massive fluid sort of almost as if uh, it, like, it almost shakes back and forth in this stretchy sort of bouncing fashion from the, the shock wave of this fire and you feel the surge of wild magic grant you this unexpected protection of spell turning um does a 21 hit your touch ac Ooh, pretty sure it does yeah so um you immediately as this explosion happens you have this arcane realization you all see just between the smoke this roiling ball of fluid unleashes this gout of energy that strikes A doing seven points of fire damage so none for you and six points of force damage Um, and you begin to watch as the tendrils suck inwards towards the main mass of this thing all of its strange sludge and gack recoiling back into this center mass as you begin to hear this pulsing roiling ball of fluid that begins to rotate its way towards all of you and out of the four pillars i need y'all roll for initiative yeah oh my my god God. what the actual fuck all right, guys, give me those initiatives. Um, that's gonna we're gonna start it off with Elgaroth. That's a seven. Oh. Seven. Okay. Seven. Uh, a. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Percy. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Isla. Twenty. And Salai. Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. Well, so you all see this pulsating mass of sludge, slime, and ooze begin to pull itself together as it was stretched out across this entire device, this dwarven contraption, the Forge Heart. And it begins to float, begins to move upwards, essentially disconnecting, like, discorporating itself around the edges of the dome and reincorporating into this swirling Mass. Let me go ahead and read. I'm going to read the actual. Let me see if we have the uh, the flavor text from Paizo. Lord. Uh, 
Uh oh, uh oh. So here's the flavor text. This 10 foot diameter floating globe of shuddering violet sludge has a tangle of dripping tendrils and is encircled by strange arcane energies. Motes of power, radiation, and magic orbiting it like tiny stars what? adrift above it. You sit. Sweet. Oh, this is the weirdest sounding thing that you've ever thrown at us. I'm very worried. I just love that Paizo makes a creature for everything. Yeah. They do, and I'll always find them. Nope. It's, it's like iridescent sure goo. Do. Ugh. Flies? Oh, it's coming it for flies. you, Amy. Oh it's coming for God. you. Why does oh, it fly? Why can no. it do that? Get oh, back fuck. down on the ground oh. where you belong. What the what? fuck? That's fucking creepy. That's a goddamn I nightmare. I hate it. No. Oh, this is Christ. another mini that I kitbashed together, actually. There's no mini for this creature, so I did it myself. That's terrifying. It's a bunch of, uh, bunch of Warhammer kits all slapped together. I'm sure if anybody saw this, a lot of Warhammer players would go like, oh, that's those three kits. Yep, you'd be right. Damn. But as you can see, it rises. It is now floating just above the dome that is part of its uh, action prior to the combat. We're going to start off round one. Percy A, you are on deck. Thank God. Percy, you are up. You are currently standing at the edge of the walkway and the platform. Next to Elgaroth, you have Isla and Salai behind you, A, above head. So it looks like the creature is about 30 feet away from me up in the air. Yeah, it's exactly, we go by the longer distance of length or height, and they're, it's both are 30. It's like exactly a right angle from you. Sweet. Okay, let's do this thing. Uh, Percy is going to move up 10 feet. Move up 10 feet? Trying to see if there's something I can do with just, like something, you know, better than normal as standard action, but I really don't see anything that I can do except for just taking a regular shot. But I will do knowledge as power first. Okay. And you know what? Since you seem a little indecisive, um, why don't you go ahead? Because I think you're the only person that has it. Why don't you roll a knowledge dungeoneering? Because I still think we are building the habit after Josh. 11 levels of rolling for knowledges. I said it earlier. We didn't say it during combat. Also, I will say I didn't let you roll a because no- you hadn't seen this thing do anything. It was right. just ooze. It was just ooze. That's why I did the intelligence check. But now you're seeing it made manifest. So. Give me that dungeoneering. Okay. It all made manifest. 20. Don't think that's enough. 20. Unfortunately, you're going to have to find out what this is after you kill it in an afterpath uh, or something because you don't know what it is and you don't get any info, which sucks. It has a lot of cool stuff. I it doesn't suck for me because it's still on the table. Yeah. Damn it. I need to invest more points. All of me do that one. Um, all right. Well, I'm just going to do knowledge is power. I'm going to set myself up with speed. Okay. To begin. And max you out there. Uh, yeah, spend a grip point for that. And take just one juicy shot. Juicy old shot. Roll it for me. Natural one. Oh. Starting it off oh, right. Fuck. Well, that is going to be uh, a misfire um, and a possible fumble. Wait. Did you yeah. get that? You got the slate spider, right? Yeah, but I have to call. I have to use it on a specific shot. Well, no, oh, I think you use it and for the next amount of time. For one minute. For like one minute, but you have not activated it. it is a swift or a standard action? Mm. I'm not sure. Check this check the thing, but you have Dang. to actively turn it on and then it lasts for a number of rounds for like a minute afterwards. Yeah, I think it's one minute. You turn it on, I think for the next minute it will like guarantee you can't misfire on something, right? Probably. That sounds right. Yeah, you activate it and for one minute, yeah, it clears, clears any misfires. 
Okay, but so you would have had to have activated it, right? Just making sure. We can move on from I just want to make sure we, you didn't have the... Uh, okay. Uh, okay, I mean, you got to roll to confirm. Cool. Cool. Or just talking this die up so much. Oh, no. Yeah, you jinxed Back it. to oh, bite me. Um, 28 to touch. That is uh, not a confirmed fumble. So you're good. It is a miss, <sighs> but it is... At least it's not a fumble. Not a fumble, but you do misfire, so your gun does gain the broken condition. You'll have to cl- quick clear that probably next time. Um, well, you well, oh, you had to take a move action to move, so you can't do it, huh? Can you swifty it? I got some new deeds. I just want to double check. No, it's just for reloading. It's not for clearing. Okay. Yeah, so you uh, charge forward a little bit. You guys see Percy uh, adjust and spin one of the cogs on his gun, and he holds the hand out and pulls the trigger, and you just hear a, a kind of resounding... And it does not go off. And that is going to be a move and a standard with your swift for knowledge's power. And that is going to be your turn. A, you are up. Isla, you are on deck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, shit. I think I'll fly away a little bit. Okay, how far do you want to go? And in what direction? I'm going to go uh, down and back towards the group. So let's say I'll drop 20 feet. Okay. By 20 feet. So you go down 20 feet and back 20 feet. You can also, yeah, you can fly down at a 45 degree angle. I don't think that requires any fly check. What's your fly speed right now? Uh, 40 feet. 40 feet. So you are flying at least half your movement, which is perfect. You don't make any checks there. Great. You swivel around and fly down, kind of catching yourself, lulling in the air a little bit. You go down to the 45 degree angle, back 20 and down 20. Again, that is a move action. Uh, anything else you'd like to do? I will cast a mirror image on myself. Yeah, roll the D4. All right, so an additional two images. So two on top of, um, let me see, uh, one per three caster levels, so three, so a total of five. You got five images and you. So we start by rolling a D6 if anything attacks you. And you'll be uh, the one. Cool. That's a move action and a standard flying down to the 45 and then casting mirror image on yourself. That is your turn. Isla, you're up, and then it is the creature's turn. Hey, you what? Okay. All right. I'm going to try something crazy. I don't know if it's going to work. Okay, I'm excited. I might just try to use my Diadem of Entropic Calibration. Oh, what? Since it's a new thing. Nice. We just got that. I just got it. Yeah, which one of the abilities would you like to use? a, a nifty little thing on here where I can spend three panache points to uh, cause one creature they can see to glimpse into a fractal display of their possible futures. That creature becomes panicked for 1d4 rounds. Now, I don't know if that will affect this creature. That's the only thing I'm worried about. Because if it's some, like, mind-affecting thing that doesn't apply to this, then maybe it won't work, but it's worth a shot. Well, I think, is panic a mind-affecting condition? I I believe so. Yes, so I don't know if that'll work on this thing. Mm -hmm. We don't know that. We don't know anything about it. But it it might work. I don't know. So You can choose to do whatever you like. I'm going to give it a shot, and if it doesn't work, it's fine, because there's really nothing else I can do anyway. Okay, um, go ahead and mark off three panache points there. That counts as three. That I am so cool. That is very cool. So you draw upon the power of this diadem, and you force your mind towards this creature, and immediately you try to force it to see, as the card says, force it to have a glimpse into a fractal display of their possible futures, and... Immediately, you are aware it does not have a mind, and so Damn. it is not effective. Oh. Dang it. And seemingly by chance, um, you, B, 
because of the draw it takes to oh, use the item, you are staggered for one round. No! What? Oh my god. Wait, what do you mean? Cool. Yeah, you can take a move or a standard reaction, but not both. For well, this round, you are staggered. Good the, for me. The power required to draw upon this can sometimes be too much for your tiny little brain. And that's part of the item, or that's... um. It just happens. Jeez. So you can take a move or a standard. I'm good. I'll just stay right here. You guys might need to take this one. <laughs> Not much I okay. can do about this. Um, well, that's just that turn. It'll affect you. Um, it doesn't have any like penalties or anything, so you'll be able to take your next turn fine, because this is the first thing you did. But you'll be fine next turn. But you essentially do lose that turn. All right, not uh, not too great of uh, the first half of round one, guys. Nope. Um, but this creature is going to go ahead and go now. Great. So this mass of sludge and magical arcane tendrils with these little motes of arcane magic spiraling around it like a little mini ethereal asteroid belt begins to shift and move towards you, A. It is going to engulf you. No, oh. please no. Nor. That's not good. How? I have mirror image on. It's not a tart. It does not target you. It simply moves onto your space. You can either choose to uh, make an attack of opportunity, or you can uh, try a saving throw to uh, move and avoid, uh, basically be pushed back yeah. instead of um, being engulfed. But you'll remember, your mirror images all appear in your square, so it doesn't matter. It just moves over your square. It's part of its movement. Okay. Well, I'll try to move out the way. Okay. Go ahead, I believe. Let me just double check here. Get out the way. Why does it not say what kind of save? Uh, reflex save. Reflex save. Okay. Boom, bitch, bitch, bitch. 23. 23 is a failure. <gasps> what? So you are engulfed. As you feel this sludge and magic begin to wrap around you, you feel yourself like pulled essentially from your flight and you're now floating amidst this ooze at at first unable to breathe and you can make out this strange shape floating around in here with you. And as you're sitting there, you actually feel a pocket of air open up around your head and you can now breathe and you can see as if you're looking through a looking glass, there is a dwarven corpse floating in here with you. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, what no. the hell? Yep. Okay, let's see this. I'm going to, um, now that you're engulfed, I'm going to go ahead. Let me pull up A's uh, spell sheet really quick. Don't do that. <laughs> oh, no. You shouldn't do that. Why, you, why would you do that? Because uh, I can. What spells you got available here? None that um, I want you He doesn't to have use. a single one. I've got some really good spells, there are no more guys. Spells. <laughs> <laughs> They're about to be used on us. He actually this is, this is really going to suck. Yeah. We are Goodness. fresh out of spells. What's your high, fifth level spells are the highest one? Oh, yeah. That looks fucking fun. That looks fucking fun right there. Ugh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. So, A, as you are in here, you immediately feel some of your magic pulled from you. This, this, it's the same exact feeling that you have every time you cast a spell. Every time you draw from your arcane bloodline. So I need you to please mark off one use of a fifth level spell, please. Ugh. So mark that <sighs> off. And you all watch this happen up above you. And you see emitted from the bottom of this creature a 60 foot Cone of cold. Yeah, awesome. And so I need Jesus. everybody to Love please it. roll a reflex save. Guys, this is a lot of damage. 
Be ready. I want to roll the dice, Josh. You don't get to. <laughs> okay, um, reflex saves. Um, it's going to be, yeah, Isla. 20. Failure. Percy. 32. Success. Salai. 28. Success. And Elgaroth. 24. Success. It's a DC 23 for this spell for A, which is hefty. So it's going to be a nice, fun 11d6 of cold damage. All ones. Not even close. Oh, shit. I've been waiting to bust this creature out. I'm so fucking excited right now. I'm having such a good time already. (laughs) Okay, so Isla, you take 46 points of cold damage, and the rest of you take 23 points of cold damage. Wow. As this cone emits from the creature, but technically from A, as it did expend one of your spell slots. Which is so fucking cool. I was a high level one too. I'm gonna keep your spell sheet open, okay? Just gonna keep that open here uh, for easy access. Um, but that's gonna be a move and a standard. Uh, you don't take any damage here from being engulfed. Oh, right. Uh, it also has another ability. Let me just mark this off. Um, it's a fifth level spell, so double that is 10. Let me just change that here really quick. Nice. Perfect. Uh, yeah, that's its turn. Salai, you're up. Elgaroth, you're on deck. Ugh. Are you having fun yet, y'all? Because I am. Are you having Everything fun? Everything went exactly Ew. for once when it was planned. <laughs> I'm so fucking excited that I got to engulf A. Oh. This is awesome. Josh. This is awful. <laughs> okay. 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 So you're up. Josh, I see you're engulf, and I raise you a freedom's toast. <gasps> freedom's toast. Freedom's okay. toast. Let's see how yeah, this works, works against if that. If it works. Let's see. I'm scared, but... Um, wait, oh, you're gonna... Wait, you're casting a spell? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. I need you to roll a concentration check, please. Okie dokie. Yeah, do that for me. What level spell is a, is a, a freedom's toast? French toast? A French toast? Uh, it is a level five, so risky, risky. Level five, okay. I think it's riskier to leave A in there, to be honest. We'll find out. I've got okay. moved. It's a hefty DC. Uh, 32. 32. You are good. Woo! Um, yeah. You are not affected. And I'm, I'll just give you the name so it's easy. I'm not going to tell you what it does. Um, but you are not affected by this creature's discordant field, which is such a fun ability. Um, I'm also going to roll on the wild magic yeah, table. The spellcaster turns are real fun <laughs> this time. I'm terrified. Um, let's go ahead. That is a 55. Oh, God. I need to look. Um, that's on the better end of things because it goes from bad to good. Okay. Uh, 55. The area of the spell is filled with daylight. Sweet. So you're concentrating all of a sudden. All of a sudden, there is a daylight spell surrounding A and the creature. You can see all the different lights shining through this creature's form, but there is now a daylight spell um, surrounding (laughs) this creature. So this can go, I will say, wild magic can go from like pretty bad to actually really good. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Remember, you do have spell turning. So if anybody casts a spell on you that you want to turn away, Still work, but this thing hasn't Wait, cast anything. Oh, I have, oh, I have, have yeah. spell turning. Remember, it was the next spell. The next spell cast on you. Actually, let me just double check and see if that affects this thing. The next spell targeting the caster. Oh, it says the next spell targeting the caster is turned back. Yeah, that is spell that's turning. Bad. We Let's double check. Let me double check spell turning and make sure if you what? can choose yeah. spells and spell like so spell turning spells and spell like effects targeting uh targeted on you are turned back upon the original caster. The abjuration turns only spells that have you as a target. Effect and area spells are not affected. Spell turning also fails to stop touch range spells. From 7 to 10, uh, spell levels are affected by turning. The exact number is rolled secretly. You gotta be fucking kidding me right now. That's fucked up, because I was confused by like what that meant. Yeah. 
I am gonna I'm gonna look up and see if we have if you have the option to expend it. I don't think so, but this is so stressful. Fucking wild magic. I hate wild magic. I did not realize that that was on A. I thought it was on the goo, but now I am the goo, so it's like what You are one with the goo. I'm one with the goo. So from what I'm reading and what I can tell, people are saying the spell from its description in any way does not differentiate who the caster is. So this spell is immediately turned back. Was this a fifth level spell? No! Sorry, it's just the way yeah. it fucking goes. Okay. Dude, magic yeah. is weird here. So it's immediately turned back five spell levels um, of the, um, the reservoir that I am currently tracking. Um, you're affected by Freedom's Toast, though. What does it do? I can move the target 15 feet in any direction. So I guess I move back 15 feet. Perfectly fine if you want to do that. You want to throw yourself back? Yeah. It's a weird sensation. You cast this spell and you watch it. You feel it like reverberates almost like a uh, an echo and it hits you and your immediate, you know, magical sense. You're able to utilize it almost subconsciously and you throw yourself back 15 feet. God damn. Freedom. Isla just looks at Salai like, what the heck are you doing? Yeah, she just like <laughs> shifts backwards, like doesn't move or anything uh, except for casting the spell. But that is the case. Um, that's your standard action. Would you like to... Uh, uh, I am going to use two channel energies as my move action. Okay, yay! use up that nice. second channel. Uh, yay, the two yay, uses sorry, of channel I'm gonna, energy. I'm going to use. I'm going to use. Yeah, two. You're going to spend two uses for one channel yes, as a move action with quick channel or whatever it's called. Percy is just within thirty feet. Yes, and I mean A. I think is at max hit points anyways, but she is only twenty feet up, so it works. It is a dome. So roll that. Yay! 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 Twenty-eight for everyone. Twenty-eight yay. points of healing to everybody. Nice. There we go. That is a move and a standard from Salai. This is getting crazy and fun. Bottom of the round, Elgaroth. Okay, bottom of the round. How how high is this thing? Up 20 feet. 20 feet above me. Uh, he's going to turn uh, to Salai and say, Little Dusk, can you get me near that thing? You got it. Everybody else spread out. It's got A. And then he's going to... Uh, free action going to a rage. rage. Hell yeah. <laughs> and then he will hold a standard action. Okay, what is that standard action you're going to do? Uh, if he gets fly cast on him, he is going to charge this thing. You're going to charge as a standard? Nice. Yes, if you get fly uh, cast on you, you will charge as a standard action. Uh, all good with me. It is top of round two. Percy, you are up. Percy is going to fix his gun real quick. Uh, What action is that? Oh, Uh, it's a transform. (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, coming, Sam. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to spend a grit point to do it as a move equivalent action. Okay, mark that grit off. Yeah, spend that grit. Spending it like at least you're on Isla. Blowing three pieces of panache. He's gonna activate his slate spider. And so he'll use the command word. He whispers whispers it to the little slate figurine that's hooked to the side of his weapon. And it animates and starts to crawl towards the end of the barrel and crawls inside the barrel, 
you see a little dust gets swept, yeah. swept out, and then he's it got like a little back. chimney sweep <laughs> thing. He's like, beep, 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 yes. a little pipe cleaner. Yep. And he comes back out, tips his little uh, little chimney sweep hat to you. Stop. <laughs> <I love laughs> then goes it. back to being inanimate yep. on the end of the barrel. I love it. So the mechanical spider is Dick Van Dyke. Beautiful day for a sweep, ain't it? Yeah. <laughs> I love it so much. He's got a worse English <laughs> accent than Percy does. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Percy Newcomb I clean out your gun for you I'll clean out your gun for you That's how he sounds This bit needs to end immediately There's so uh, many problems oh my God. jokes Hey if he keeps this thing I'm going to do this all the time now uh, so. no. And then he's going to Percy will take a five foot step uh, Just away from the creature Okay is the, is the slate spider Does it note what the, what the it's just a command word so it's yeah, standard it's action. Activate it. So okay, I it's, it's a command word. So it'll be yeah. standard action. Yeah. Okay. So you want to go like five foot this yay or yay? Yoink. Yeah, exactly where you did yeah. the first. Yeah, that's fine. That is really. I think it's all, all you can do. Equivalent action, standard action to activate the command word. Um, and then a five foot step. I really don't have any Swifties I can use either. So we are good. I'm just double checking because I, I always get confused on this, guys. But a move equivalent action to do your quick clear. Can you still take a move action as well? How does that work? The only thing you can do is a five-foot step. The five-foot step. That's the only move you can can do. Okay, cool. I just double-checking. I always get confused about that. It's a really poor choice of, like, word design. Yeah. But that's fine. uh, We're ironing out out the kinks of PF1. That's your turn. A, you're up. Isla, you're on deck. All right. A is going to attempt to cast a spell. Okay. um, uh, Right off the bat, please roll a concentration check. Okay. Also, what level spell is it? Level four. Level four, okay. 29. 29. You're good. You're not affected by its discordant field. Oof. Yeah, go ahead. What uh, what spell are you casting? Dimension Door. Dimension Door, okay. Nice. Let's go ahead. We're going to roll that wild magic. It's going to be a 37. It's on the lower end of things. 37. Oh, this is so random. I don't even know if it will help you at this point, but all targets of the spell, yourself, mm-hmm. are healed 1d8 plus 1 points of damage. Uh, it is a positive energy effect. Dang. Do you have any damage on you? No. Okay, well, you don't get anything there. That's fine, though. That's cool, though. Because yeah, it doesn't no, affect yeah. you there. Let me double check. Worse. Um, no, you might yeah. you might need to also roll a concentration check because while you're engulfed, you are considered pinned. So I do want to double check. Oh, you might have to do that. No, that's a hard um, check. Yes, it is. You're considered what? Pinned? Pinned. Oh. Oh. DC 10 plus the grappler CMB plus spell level to cast. Jeez. Okay. I know the DC. Um, what is the roll? Concentration. Oh, it's a beautiful 39. <gasps> Holy shit. How is that? Wait, wait, wait. How I is that possible? I rolled a natural 16 and my concentration tech is 19 with my... Mm. Uh, 16 plus 19 is actually 35, but that's very good because it's uh, with that spell, it was a DC 33 oh, to cast. Oh, my God. That was so good freaking job, low. That was, that was very good. Um, very crunchy, but very good. <laughs> um, you cast crazy. Dimension Door. Where would you like to go? I am going... Um, shit. I'm going... I'm going behind the uh, Flaming Gazebo. Okay, the four chart? Yes. (laughs) The flaming gazebo, Josh. Uh, Do you want to remain flying or on the ground? Uh, We'll be on the ground this time. Okay. Mm -hmm. We'll still be flying technically, but... 
fucking landed. Yeah. Okay, you bamf out of this thing by the skin of your magical teeth, and you land on the ground on the opposite side of the forge heart. That is going to be a that's a standard. Oh, your turn ends because dimension door. Um, it's a standard action. So that was. There were so many rolls that happened there. Um, uh, the discordant field. Solid work. Uh, that nice. concentration check, the concentration check to do it while pinned. There are so many things stacked there. And the odds yeah, were against you. Right, you did it. Folks, and now, and now I'm sad because I don't get to take any more of your spells, though. That was enough spells. Oh, no. You took enough. That's okay. It is Isla's turn. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to decide if I should throw something at this thing, if it's even worth it. Yeah, why the hell not? I'm going to throw... My iron called dagger. Cold iron called dagger? Yep. Okay, roll uh, that ranged attack. See what happens. Ooh, critical threat. Critical threat. Okay, what's the total to hit, though? I just want to make sure. It is 37. 37 is a hit. Okay, roll to confirm. All right. Tope. That is a... 31 to confirm. That is a confirmed critical. So that is going to be piercing damage. This one's called knockback. This is fucking... I don't know how this makes sense with a with a dagger. Um, a dagger is double damage, and target is pushed back one d four squares directly away. Wow, nice! Which is cool. pretty sick, actually. Um, sick. That's two, so it's going to go back ten feet uh, or to two squares. Um, go ahead, roll double damage for the dagger. Uh, fourteen times two, so that's twenty-eight. Twenty-eight points of damage. Right. I'm just double checking. Um, what is the magical enhancement bonus on that dagger. It's just a plus one, right? Yes. Plus one. Okay. Good to know there. I like this question. There's a lot of questions for this creature. Like it's, 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 it's a boss, baby. Yeah. It's going to be uh, plenty of questions to ask. Second attack? Uh, Yeah, go ahead. Second attack. Lower bonus. That is a... That's uh, a 23. 23 is a miss. Dang. Also, oh, because you're attacking the second time, your dagger flies off and doesn't come back this time. Is it a, sw- have, it's a swift action yeah. to recall it? So you could have done it between attacks. I don't believe double check on the whatever the, the enchantment is. I don't believe there's like a distance how far it can be away. Double check that, though. If I'd make swift, sure I just do it right now. You can only get one swift action around, which means you would have had to do it between your two attacks to make a second attack. So the dagger goes flying off and sails off into the darkness. Into the water. But you can likely yeah. recall it. Into the water. Just double check. If anybody can, double check that um, called thing and make sure that there's no distance. But that is a full round attack. And you did push it back and did a chunk of damage to it, which is pretty damn solid. And that is going to be the end of your turn. It is the creature's turn. Uh, yeah, the called enchantment. Uh, it has a maximum range of 100 feet. Okay. Huh. Nope. If you chuck a dagger, it's at an upward angle, so it's not going to go straight. How deep is the water? <laughs> if it went in the water, I don't know if it went oh. in the water. Don't make it go in the water. Like, if it went in the water, it's so called back. Well, if it's past 100 feet, it's it, past 100 it. feet. 100 feet's hard to throw for most people. No, it's not saying that it goes 100 feet. No, no, no. I'm saying, but if you if you chuck a dagger, like a thing, you're chucking it like you're not going, eh, lobbing it. You're chucking it to do damage. So you're fucking chucking the damn thing. So I am going to be very nice to you, and I will make it only a 20% chance that this thing goes into the water. 
Maybe maybe part of it is that it hits this cre- the ooze of this creature, and it's uh you know it, it it stops it from going its full momentum. But there is a twenty percent chance that dagger goes in the water why? and sinks to the bottom, whatever this underground lake is. But why? A twenty percent chance, and I will allow you to roll it if you would like. Wait, is there like actual mechanics for how far a dagger can go? Yeah, for sure. Um, it can go as I mean, it has a range increment of ten feet, but you can throw a thing beyond its range increment. It just gets harder and harder to hit things. So it's, I'm just saying, like, it's completely plausible if you were to take a knife right now and walk out in the street and just huck it like you wanted to hurt something. That thing would go. Not and you're hucking it at an feet. upward 45 degree angle. It might not go 100 feet, but she's only the water. Five, she's only 5, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 55. 55 is like throwing it across the street at our neighbor's house. So I'm giving you a tw- only a 20% chance it goes in the water. I'm being very nice. Yeah. Would you like to roll it yourself? This is only like That's, a 50 or 55 foot um, like platform. So it's the manner of such things. You're in a hazardous environment. We ain't playing like fucking WoW where all your items are stuck to you. 87. 87. You're good. I'm going to say this. You chuck that dagger at this thing, and it makes contact, but you watch as the dagger sails towards it. Um, a bit of the creature just engulfs the dagger. So it is, uh, it's uh, not in the water, but it is up inside the creature. We'll oh, put this here, this no. little marker to know it's in there. But it is floating there. You might be able to pull it out next time with a swift action, but that is your turn. Uh, it is now the creature's turn. And now it doesn't have anybody engulfed. But 5, what? 10, 15, 20, oh. 25, 30. Oh, baby, does some perfect shit right there. No, 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 no. This motherfucker is going to go towards Salai. Why no. would it do that? Why oh, would it do that? Oh, let me, let me, let me read a little, because you cast magic, and let me read a little ability oh. that it has. Um, you cast a spell. Yeah. It has a thing, I'm just going to tell you, it has a thing called scent magic. Yeah. Um, oh. A blank has the scent ability, but can smell only creatures with active spell effects or magic items that exude magical auras. So it can I definitely, to that. it can smell all of you, because you all are very magical um but you also cast uh, a spell and you have heroism on you so um it's definitely aiming towards the people who cast the most amount <laughs> of spells everyone else. but you also cast a spell last turn yeah dog yeah dog it's going towards you 20 scrolls it can scent the magic that you can cast so it's going to move towards you it wants to use um, your spells i think the angle 50 50 shot whether uh, i can get an attack of opportunity Ooh, please do why did you get to decide it was a 50 Because I'm not going to do Pythagoras. It gets close to you, and honestly, it probably was giving you even more leeway than you deserved. I was being nice, because you probably shouldn't get one. But it moves down past at the angle, and it's going to move to engulf Salai. You can either make an attack of opportunity or attempt a reflex save to move backwards instead of being engulfed. Your choice, Salai. I'll roll a reflex save, but I am going to activate my four the clover. Yes. Smart. Hell yeah. Okay, go ahead. Uh, you activate that, mark that off. Uh, give yourself that bonus on the roll and roll the reflex save, please. That's not a great roll, everybody. Uh, 18. 18, even with the bonus from the four-leaf clover? No, oh, no. That is a failure. No. You are no. engulfed and pinned. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I hate everything. Okay, well now I gotta now I gotta close A's spell sheet and go into Salai's spell sheet. No, Gary, this, oh, yeah. this could be fucking bad. Since she's I been know. on kill mode, you guys are more yeah, scared for Salai than me. I'm not gonna lie, guys. I, I I've got quite a few spells in my pocket yeah, right now. This is what you get for being a you fucking murder. No, I know, no, but on the real though, this is why I've been terrified about you being going murder mode. I'm just like fuck. Yeah, yeah, because she could like go to other dimensions and shit. Yeah. Yeah. 
plane shift one of us away. Clerics are the most powerful class in the game, period. You know what I should have done when A was engulfed? I should have used Dispel Magic to turn Delay Poison off of one of you. That's what I should have done. Oh, shit. And I feel real dumb. I'm just realizing I should have done that. Oh, I forgot. I forget I have that spell Man, all you have, the time. you have anything else that can... Uh, you have a dis- you Dispel Magic in here somewhere? somewhere? No. no. So. I'm an idiot that doesn't prepare that one. <laughs> I'm just going to do Flame Strike so I can hit both Elgroth and Isla. <laughs> Thank oh, you. So go ahead. Mark off your flame strike you have prepared here for the day. And I need Elgaroth and Isla to please roll a reflex save for half damage. Isla, what's your total? 35. That's a success. And Elgaroth. 20. mm, 20. Are you sure? 14 plus 6. Yeah. Yep. That is a failure. It is a DC 21. Has 11 D6. So, Elgaroth, you will take 45 points of... Half of it will be fire, half of it will be untyped. If you have any fire resistance, just subtract it from the total. That's fine. And Isla, you will take 22. I don't believe you have resistance to either of those, or to to fire, so that's fine. 22, and then 45 to Elgaroth, and that's a level 5 spell, so let me mark something down here for this thing. What the actual fuck? And uh, that is going to be its turn, a move and a standard... Salai, you are engulfed. You find yourself floating amidst the ooze of this thing, and you, much like A, feel a pocket of air open up around your head so you can breathe. And you can see floating around in here is a dwarven skeleton. And that's going to be this thing's turn. Salai, you are up. Elgaroth, you are on deck. Oh, this is so fun. That air bubble thing creeps me out. That's so yeah. weird. Yeah, it's literally in its in one of the descriptors. So fucking it's weird. nasty. I got another Freedom's Toast in there somewhere? I sure don't. <laughs> Shit. I have a question, I guess. Well, how would dimensional hop work in this case? Ooh. I have to look into things really quick. Let me just double check something. I realize that technically I should have rolled my wild magic on both the spells that it pulled from you guys, but you guys will be the target technically because you are casting the spells from both the Cone of Cold and the Flame Strike. So 96 on the one for A. Oh, no. Um, I'm going to give you... Um, uh, you're going to get haste for five rounds. Oh, that's great. What the that's fuck? Awesome. Yeah, and it wouldn't have affected you. Dimension Door, so it wouldn't okay. have affected you at all. So um, go ahead, add haste there. Um, because you did cast that spell technically, fabulous. like That's you crazy. cast it, you count as the caster. Absolutely. Um, fabulous. So I'll throw another. Wow, dude! Wild magic. Wow, it's wild, dog. It's wild out Truly here. Wild. Let's go ahead and roll that for Salai as well. That's a fifty-six. I think we had that number come up before. Yeah, more daylight. Um, more daylight. <laughs> two suns. There's like two <laughs> little suns in this. Uh, in this, there's one up above here and one down below here. Elgar yeah, shining out. I'm Elgar not locked in here with you. <laughs> <laughs> he just sees this happening. He's just like he stares up. Finally, you came to challenge me. Finally, I only had to go underground. It's final form. <laughs> but yeah, that does happen. So you guys did technically count, cast the spell. So you got haste. So mark off haste. Um, there. Yeah. What do you look? At? Oh, you were asking about dimension hop, right? I'm reading it, and I feel Let like I here. could just do this. You have to do the pin thing first. It depends on the kind of ability it is. I have to look into the rules where a little, little crunch gets into. It's okay. It's a level 11 boss fight. There's plenty of crunch. We'll go three sessions probably. Um, uh, let's see here. <laughs> it's the second level spell? It's not a spell. Okay. It is a domain ability. I'm just pulling up the domain. Okay. It is a spell-like ability, which doesn't bode well for you, actually. 
At 8th level, you can teleport up to 10 feet per cleric level as a move action. This teleportation must be used in 5-foot increments, and such movement does not provoke attacks of opportunity. You must have line of sight to your destination to use this ability. You can bring other willing creatures with you. Okay. It is a, labeled as a spell-like ability, so I do need to double-check how concentration checks apply to spell-like. I'm pretty sure they function just like spells, yeah. um, but I have to double-check. Yeah, I think that's unfortunate. Should. A supernatural Which, or an ex- extraordinary would have been a lot better for you, I think. Um, spell-like abilities, as the name implies, are magical abilities that are very much like spells. Spell-like abilities are subject to spell resistance and dispel magic. They do not function in areas where magic is suppressed or negated, such as anti-magic field. Spell-like abilities can be dispelled, but they cannot be counterspelled or used to counterspell. It doesn't say anything specific, but it does say it functions like spells. Right. And so to use it, it looks like it would require a concentration check. I want to double-check here. Yes. Okay. So from what I'm reading, yes, spell-like abilities still follow the concentration check rules. So you will have to make a concentration check in order to use this, but it doesn't have a spell level. So it just counts as zero, but it still has, it's still 10 plus the creatures, the, the grapplers CMB. So it's going to be a lower thing to cast, but you still have to roll a concentration check in order to use it because it is a spell-like ability. That is my call. We're rolling with it. So roll me a concentration. You got it. Okay. Um, that is... A God, I'm bad at math. Uh, Thirty-one. Oof, we did it. Thirty-one. Woo! That's a success. Beautiful. Holy shit. So you done did it. Where would you like to go? How much distance would you like to use up? I want to get to right behind Elgaroth. Well, actually, I can't tell which way he's facing. So I guess in front of Elgaroth. So just to the other end of him, so that way Elgroth is The between. opposite side of Elgroth you're currently on, essentially. That's, yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so mark off 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 feet of movement off of your dimensional hop. Okay. You are able to move. You pull yourself out of the sludge of this creature, and you are able to land yourself on the opposite side of Elgroth. Both you and A got, still got a little bit of sludge on you, which is uh, real pleasant. I'm just double checking. I'm double checking uh, a couple little things here to make sure. Um, doesn't have a spell level, so that's fine. Yeah, that's golden. You're good. That's a move action to do. You have a standard action. You're good. You're out of there. Nice play there. Okay. Hell yeah. I Hell land yeah. right in front of Elgaroth and, like, in a heaving breath. <sighs> Sorry about that. Here you go. And then I cast Fly on Elgaroth. Okay. Ooh, yes. <laughs> this is, so I have to ask, I, I, we need to make a ruling here. This is weird because you did hold a standard action, but you're also next. Yeah, I would, I would choose to just hold it. Just like oh. give it up. How does that, how does it get, it got around, when you hold an action, you get around your next turn. Do you lose it? It's the it? same thing. It res- no, no, you don't lose it. You just, you go now, I which didn't is get to, technically I didn't get you didn't get to use last, the last yeah. turn just basically kind of poof went yeah. away. Yeah. But you can do it now. Okay. Yeah, you have you just fly stood on you. Still for six seconds. Yeah, basically um prepared yourself. So you have fly. That is, that's the end of Sly's turn and no swift actions or anything you want to do? No, you're making me feel like you should. No, no, no. I'm just checking. No. I don't want to I don't want to bulldoze through the no. end of your turn. No, I don't think so. Okay, move action. Awesome. Nailed that concentration check. Got yourself out of the gloop and fly on Elgaroth. Um it is now Elgaroth's turn. You have fly on you and you can do whatever you want, but Okay. Um, yes, Foz, you're raising your hand. I'm just checking for wild magic. Does that count towards oh, Oh, shit, you're right. You are correct. Oh, Actually, yeah. fuck. Know. I'm sorry, man. You got first of all, you got to roll a concentration two. check. You got to roll oh, a concentration yeah. check because of the discordant field. What level is fly? Three. Fly is third level. Three makes sense. So discordant field is that. So yeah, roll your concentration check. Twenty five. You're good on discordant field. Nice. And wild magic is now going to take effect. Which I'm scared. 
Yeah, I mean, it's usually just crazy shit. It's rarely going to be just like your spell destroys you. Um, that would be kind of tight if it was on there, though. 74. Um, one random tree or animal targeted by the spell or in the spell's area is affected by Awaken. There are no... The awaken, like, gives, like, sentience. Like full sentience to a, oh a non-sentient creature. There is the no, gazebo. It's, it's, made, it's made of the flamingo. It's the gazebo. <laughs> you guys are insane. It's not made of wood, and it's not a tree. A, a log is no longer a tree. I thought it was just a non-sentient object. No, it said a tree or animal targeted oh, by the spell okay. or in the spell's area. So that doesn't. So nothing Dang. happens. Nothing happens with wild magic. Shit. Nothing goes up. There's no creatures over here. A's got a little kitty cat. Yeah, fifty feet away from. You. Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> Damn it! It would only affect Elgroth if at all, because it's a target. He's all the target. Right. So okay. wild magic no. does nothing. You have fly. It is your turn, <laughs> Elgroth. Have fun. All the weird magic shits out of the way. Ooh. Okay. That was a lot. Algaroth is going to, as a move action, get into his accurate stance. Boom. Boom. And then he's Boom. going to... Mm, this is tough. You only need 10 feet to charge, right? You need to... No, you need at least... You need to move 10 feet. So you... Right. Yeah. You got to have 15 feet, basically. Three squares. No. You only need to move two squares. Five, 10. Are you sure? Yeah. You need to move... If it's you need to move 10 feet, then it's five, 10. And this thing's 10 feet away? It is currently 10 feet away, yeah. All right. Well, that that pretty much solves my dilemma. I'm going to charge him. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, boy. But it looks like uh, boy. he's hovering off the ground a couple inches because of uh, fly. So he kind of like dashes towards this thing like Goku. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you, I'm just double checking. You must move at least 10 feet, two squares, and may move up to double your speed. You're good. Okay. Uh, that's, that's a 32. That's going to be a hit. What's that damage, my guy? I take five points of damage. Okay. And this guy takes 38 points of damage. 38. Okay, I have to ask, what is the numerical enhancement bonus on your weapon? You know what? I'm just realizing I don't know if I could get into my accurate stance and charge. Is it a move action for the accurate stance? Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. Okay. Okay, So we'll just say he didn't do that. Okay. What is the charge? What was the... It was a 31 to hit, right? 32. 32. Okay. Then what what does the accurate stance give you? Uh, plus three. Okay. Still a hit at 29. You said 38 damage. What is the numerical enhancement bonus on your weapon? Plus two. Plus two. Okay. All right. You charge forward, cleaving into the broiling mass of putty and grossness. Do a hefty bit of damage to it. That's going to be the full round action, right? Yep. That is going to be the end of round two. We're at the top of round three. You guys have not done much to it. It is top of round three. Percy, you are up. Isla, you are on deck. If I take a five-foot step forward, am I within 20 feet? I just want to double check. Uh, No. Poop. You are currently 30 feet from it. (laughs) Yeah, 30 feet from it. That's just perfect, isn't it? (laughs) I shouldn't have taken that five-foot step the last time. I was deciding I would have been five closer if I would have went with the spot originally, and I was like, no, that's fine. (laughs) Always go with your gut. Yeah. Percy will take a five-foot step forward and take... Let's just fucking do something cool. I'm going to do a full round action for Deadshot. Deadshot. Is that the one where you roll a bunch of them and do them together? Yeah, I I shoot one bullet, but it's all concentrated with all my attacks into that one bullet. Okay. And you roll each attack, right? Correct. You have to misfire on all of them in order for you to miss? Correct. Okay. Nice. First shot, only a 
21 to touch. Miss. What? Jesus. Next is a 25 to touch. Miss. To touch? To touch AC. Jeez. I'm also also double checking. You are outside of your range increment. Can you still do to touch? No. So these are all to regular AC. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's uh, either way, even to touch, you know, it has at least a 26 AC of touch AC. So, um, okay. That is a 33 to regular AC. That is a hit. So you got one hit so far. Fourth roll. You have five total. Correct. (laughs) 15 to regular AC. And the last one is not. Oh, well, 23. Miss. (laughs) One hit. Oh my gosh. What the Same heck, Same thing ben? as firing one shot as a standard action, so... Yeah. Correction, I did not do the extra damage on the charge. I was going to say, it seemed kind of low. It did seem low. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's uh, th- throw it at me. What is it? It doesn't It doesn't show up on my damage sheet. That's why. Oh, well, because um, it's listed below it, right? Yeah. Because there's nobody to do temporary, like, temporary it's just stuff extra, and damage. extra 2d6, so it was 8 extra eight? damage. Okay. No, that's solid. And that's, that's just great. on top of it, so we'll just do it right off the top. My bad. No worries. That's going to probably become important in like a session and a half. Uh, go ahead. Roll that uh, damage there. Faws. Only one of those hit, huh? Wow. So Sicken does minus two to damage as well. It does. Wow. It does. Yeah. Minus okay. two to basically everything. Shit. Boy, fuck Didn't even see that. 17 points of piercing and bludgeoning. Okay. And your weapon is considered numerical bonus of plus one, right? Plus two. Plus two. Okay. Good to know. I'm so curious what this is about. That's all I can do this turn. Okay, that is your turn. A, you are up. Isla is on deck. A, you are currently 60 feet from this thing, and you you, you kind of have line of sight. We'll see what you do, depending. All right, I'll five-foot step to the left so I have line of sight. To the left, to okay. the left. Mm-hmm. And I will cast a little uh, spell called Conjure Deadfall. Conjure Deadfall. Okay, I'm double-checking Discordant Field. Okay, you are not within range of the Discordant Field, but let's do Wild Magic first. 84 on the Wild Magic. Wow. Oh, this is a similar one. The next spell targeting the caster is turned back as spell turning. That's a bizarre... Thank you for that shield this time. Hopefully I won't... So, yeah, you have a number of spell levels. I will drop that there so I know that it can do. Um, And go ahead, Conjure Deadfall. So it's the Mario spell, right? Yeah. Oh, that's right. They grunt. They're like a bunch of like like spiky daddies. Uh, Go ahead and roll for spell resistance, please. Yes, sir. It's 31. 31 is a success. Nice. So you're going to go ahead and probably drop just the 10 foot, uh, or you can just drop it as one five foot square, right? Right on top of it. And then it does a D6 points of bludgeoning damage per caster level to each creature in the area. So 11 D6 of bludgeoning damage. Oh, yeah. Um, material component for this. Fistful of mithril tax. Ooh. I mean, you you have a shoe material, so you don't even do yeah. that as a sorcerer, but it's a fun little thing. Roll that 11d6, bro. Whoa, like a handful of tax? Is that what Just a mithril oh, made mithril. of mithril. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, I feel good. Yeah, look at all those d6. Oh, my God. Oh, not the best, but... 34 points of DM. Okay. Oh, shoot. Just kidding. 39 points of damn. So an additional five. Yeah. The, I, I, bludgeoning, too. I his believe. bludgeoning damage, yes. Okay. 
you swirl your hands and, and, and thrust one fist into the air, and you guys standing over there see apparating as if from the, 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 the ether itself, this spiky metallic block, and he watches it and just slams down to this yeah. thing, uh, shattering some of its form. Yes, Felix, why are you pointing at me? Reflex negates. Reflex negates? Yes. Oh. No, 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 no. It doesn't just read it. Oh, oh I should have, there should have been a reflex, yeah. I mean, it says C-text yeah. for here, okay. I mean, just, if, if they're oh, beyond no, the spell, if they're beyond, yeah. sorry. Oh, shit, my bad. Just, if they're on the corner, right, it says. On the outer edge, sorry. You're right, Foz. Yeah, it's directly on top of it. It does not get a okay, save. Cool. That's what I was like, okay. I don't want to say anything. No, no, you're yeah. good. You're good. That's, that's better sure. for you guys. Mm-hmm. But you, it shatters through this thing's form, and I believe the block just, like, just disappears afterwards, so it, it just basically falls apart. <laughs> just like basically dissolving right in front of Elgroth. Um, probably a very weird sight. That's going to be a standard action for A. Would you like to move? Oh no, you did. I did. You did move five at step. Yeah, yep. okay, so you are good there. Isla, you're up, and then it is the creature's turn. Isla's just going to spin around and attack this thing. Full attack action. I'm close enough, right? You add a five foot step, but that's fine. Or you can long arm. Uh, no, I'm just going to five foot step. It's fine. E. Okay, you five foot step in, roll a full attack full action. Full attack actione. We're starting off with a 34 to hit. 34 is a hit. Oh. All right, damage is 23 points of damage. 23 points. Yeah. Uh, what is the numerical bonus on your weapon? One. One, okay. All right, second attack. Second attack. That is going to be a, wait, 30 to hit. 30 is a hit. Excellent. Give me that damage. 22 points of damage. 22 points. Final attack. God damn. Lowest bonus. All right. That is a 27 to hit. 27 is a miss. Damn. Oh, jeez. Oh. Dang. I did a chunk of damage there, so that's good. Full round attack. Any swift action for you? Can I get my dagger out? Oh, yeah. Yes, you can spend your swift action. You can see the dagger rotating around, and you spend the swift action, and it... There's almost like a like a tendril of gloop that's pulled out with it until and you watch the, the, the ooze pull back into the main mass and the dagger comes flying to your hand. Hell yeah. Yeah. You're yes. welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be fine. He's dive in the water. Yeah. Treated. Search around for an hour. Yeah, I'm sure I'll just come out more, informed. Yeah, irradiated. Just by you know, coolant. One. Um, that's going to be your turn. It is the creature's turn. Huh. It really likes engulfing people. Really likes it. <laughs> it would have to move through your guys' square, though, to get to Salai. Well, how many feet away is she? Yeah, it couldn't get there by going... Uh, I don't think it could do it by going up and over. Well, actually, yeah, it couldn't. It's uh, five feet short on its fly um, to be able to go up, over, and down onto Salai's square. Uh, or it could take a double move, which I'm not going to waste its turn doing that. Okay, in this case... I do think it wants to put itself in a better position, but I could also just... Do I want to hang and bang with these motherfuckers? Uh-oh. Hang and bang. Love a good hang and bang. Uh, hang and bang with us, baby. I'm trying to get into this thing's non-existent mind, and it does want to go towards the, the people the most magical. So I do think it has to do something. I don't think it would necessarily just stick around next to two people who... Um, I've got magic items. Yeah, but it, it, it can sense the other two people ha- are far more magical than you guys. Dang it. Um, especially A is inherently magical, so that's like a big draw, but she's just far away. Yeah. So I think it is going to move, which does could it even try? It's got a good acrobatics, actually. Why? Wow. Um, 
Because it can just fucking discorporate itself. Um, so it could try to move out of threatened area. That's against square. Could move through their yeah, but that's a higher DC, which I don't want to run the risk of. Um, it could move out of a threatened area, and it's the one the one roll counts for its whole movement, right? If it goes through multiple. Yeah, I think what it's going to do, it's going to do that. It's going to rise up, and I'm going to have it roll an acrobatics check against both Isla and Elgaroth's CMD. Whoa. So check out your CMDs here. I'm going to roll. It has a good acrobatics, so I think it might be able to do this, but let's see. Either way, it's still going to get to move. You just might get free attacks. Okay. Oh, that's 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 a beauty right there. That is 42. Oh, my. Lanta for the love of life. Yeah, beats mine. Beats mine for sure. Okay. I'm just going to say it has a plus 24 to acrobatics, and I rolled an 18. All right. In this case, is it able to get into Slice Square by doing that? No, because I said it's going to go up. It's moving out of a threatened area, so it's going to go around. I might have been able to do it if I did the other one, but that's not what I said, so I'm going to stick to that. It is going to move 30 feet upwards at a slight angle. It is now kind of up in between all of you guys 30 feet up. That is its move action, and as a standard... It's going to go ahead, can't attack anybody in melee, of course, but it's going to go ahead and launch another one of these uh, little juicy ranged attacks. It's going to go ahead. I don't know. Let's roll. Let's let's make it random. I would check and see who has the most like other magic items and check that. But this is too difficult. So one and two is Isla. Three and four is Elgaroth. Five and six is Percy. Goddamn. That's a six. That's Percy. Oh, no. Uh, (laughs) So that is going to be a 20 to touch AC. (laughs) That is a miss. (laughs) So this this magical bolt launches out of this thing and just strikes the ground next next to you, missing you, unfortunately. That is the end of this creature's turn. It is Salai's turn. Elgaroth, you're on deck. Shit. Okay. I need to move. I just hit the... Elgaroth, Isla, I hit the two of you the last turn, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess I'm just gonna... I'm gonna... Sorry, this is so boring. Uh, I'm gonna channel energy. Hey, you're the cleric. That's not boring. Uh, that's your job. I'm gonna channel energy. <laughs> I'm gonna channel energy. It will not get A. That's fine. She's Ace. full health. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. I need it. Oh, you do? Please. Yeah, I'm fine, but like, it would be nice. And then Elgaroth needs it yeah. too. Yeah. 21 for everyone. 21 points of healing positive energy to everybody. And then I'm going to run 30 feet away. Run away. Nice. I think you can't you go farther than 30. Don't you have 40 feet of movement because of your fucking travel domain and your and your actually have 50. Have 50. You have 50? Oh, that's, 50. That's dumb, but okay. Um, <laughs> I think it's because you got lighter armor off of Kilgarren, yeah. so it made that all bounce up because uh, you had medium on, you had a breastplate on before. Okay, uh, where do you want to go? You can go almost anywhere on, on the platform. Okay, I just want to get far away enough that he can't get to me. I would just go to the corner of. Oh, the farthest corner away. Yeah, go to the corner. Yeah, go to the corner. I don't like that. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you guys. <laughs> don't do that. Uh, yeah, I think I'm just going to head like in. <laughs> what? You guys are so easy. You're so easy to get at. I don't want to be too far in case I need okay. to. Be, in case I need to get back to assist with things, but. Okay, you're nearly on the. You're almost on the opposite side of the forge heart from the creature and on the opposite other axis of the Forge Heart from A. You guys are nice and spread out. This never happens. I love having combats that spread out. I gotta give everything a crazy acrobatics and a fly speed. 
Um, that's a standard to channel and a move action to go. I hate that you can move 50 feet around as the cleric. I don't like that at all. That's going um, to be your turn. It is now Elgaroth's turn at the bottom of round three. All right. How far is this guy away? 30 feet in the air. Okay. Elgaroth turns, pivots to face this creature, and then charges up at it again. Yeah. Okay. I'm just like picturing Dragon Ball Z, like yes. he's like crouching down and like lunge. <laughs> yeah, like, you guys watch as the dust that settled here shoots out around him and yes. he oh, axe above like, his head. Like the dream I have that That's one time. So cool. <laughs> oh my god! And the most disappointing morning of your entire life. <laughs> That's gonna be a 44 to hit. Yep. Jeez. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's a hit. Of course it is. Ah, oh, good hear it. Um, charging does not provoke attacks of opportunity, right? Uh, the first square. The right? action does not. The movement through the squares does if he threatens right. two squares. Uh, it does have reach, so it's fine. Then, yeah. go, let's let's do your attack. We'll do the attack of opportunity afterwards. I don't want to steal your thunder. All right, I take six points of damage. Ooh, oh, you will max on the vicious. I know it sucks. Uh, and this guy takes not a lot. Well, low for me, but uh, 40 points of damage. 40 points. Damn. Okay. Yes. Still, this thing is still looking fucking fine. Really? Yeah, you you guys got to do better. Um, All right. Okay. Josh, (laughs) one combat. (laughs) Josh is all. Yeah. Hey, hey, you guys usually usually stomp. You guys stomped Bola Minari and the Crystal Golem. You stomped her like it wasn't even fun. You deserve it, Josh. I've been waiting a a year for this. I've been waiting a year. I've been waiting a year. Uh, Let me get the attack of opportunity um, for this guy. So one attack against Elgaroth. That is going to be a 35 to hit. Yeah, that's of course a fucking hit. Okay. We'll start with 15 points of bludgeoning damage. So uh, six for you. Plus five points of fire. Oof. Shit. And 10 points of acid. What the fuck? Yeah, dog. Wow. And you know what, guys? That's the bottom of round three. And we're going to pick up in round four in episode 76. Oh, Oh, fucking hell. Josh, he'll get mad. No, I won't get mad. I'll just, you know, get mad.